0: Hello and welcome to the program UFO Warning. In this episode we're asking, did UFOs take over Russian nukes? That's correct. Did UFOs take over Russian nukes? And that seems to be exactly what uh, journalist George Knapp is claiming happened at one Russian nuclear warhead base. Now this article comes to us from JerusalemPost.com. That's the JerusalemPost.com it's dated August 1st, so that just came out today, yesterday actually. It says, UFOs once took control of Russian ICBMs nearly caused World War III. And then under the subtitle, it says, Did aliens nearly cause the Earth to be consumed by a World War III after antagonizing Russian Russian missile bases in Ukraine? Did Russian fighter pilots die fighting the UFOs? Now, this article is by Aaron Reich and like i said published august 1st 2023 the article begins it says russian fighter jets once fired at possible extraterrestrial life forms after a pair of ufos nearly caused world war three to break out according to sworn testimony shared to congress and obtained by fox news now i wonder if they aren't uh interjecting a little something here they say extraterrestrial life forms I think a lot of us believe that these things could be just straight up AI or some sort of synthetic life form as far as that goes. It says the testimony was given by George Knapp, an award winning Las Vegas based journalist who has reported who has repeatedly reported on UFOs, now known as UAPs, no, still known as UFOs to us, and the alleged conspiracies surrounding them. According to Knapp, there was a time when the Russian military actually deployed fighter jets to fire on UFOs following an incident that nearly pushed the world into a globe-spanning nuclear war. So we've heard a lot about these things, uh, monkeying around with uh, nuclear uh, missile sites here in the US, but now NAP's telling us, hey, the same thing's happening in Russia. Subtitle says, how did UFOs clash with Russia fighter pilots take over ICBM base? In the testimony. Knapp said that Russians had carried out what may have been the largest ever UFO investigation in history, spanning a decade in the entire breadth of the Russian military echelon. He said he had spoken with a Russian military official, Colonel Boris Sokolov, who said there had been no less than 45 different incidents where Russian fighter jets had clashed with UFOs with Russian jets crashing in three of these incidents, resulting in the deaths of two pilots and clashes with UFOs. Well, that's what I would expect. You know, you've got something that's vastly superior in technology. That would be like uh, somebody on a bicycle trying to attack a battle tank. It goes on, it says, one incident that really raised alarm bells, though, was at the Russian ICBM base in Ukraine. According to Sokolov, the UFO somehow took control of the launch system. Knapp describes it as follows, UFOs appeared over the base, performing astonishing maneuvers in front of stunned eyewitnesses, and then someone took control of the launch system. The missiles were aimed at the US and were suddenly fired up. Launch control codes were somehow entered, and the base was unable to stop what could have initiated World War III. Then, just as suddenly, the UFOs disappeared and the launch control system shut down. That's some scary stuff. You know, oftentimes people think, well, they're here to help. They're here to check on the nuclear uh, war situation. They don't, want the, they, they don't want the world blown up. How do we know that? You know, maybe in fact, we've got some sort of uh, war going on between these UFOs where some of them do want to initiate a, a, glo- a global nuclear war and other ones are, are trying their very best to keep it from happening. Who knows? It says, after these incidents, the Russian Defense Ministry supposedly issued a hands-off order for UFOs, which they said should be left alone since they may have incredible capacities for retaliation. Well, there you go. 45 inner, <clears throat> 45 dogfights with these things. Two pilots killed. Maybe this is these UFOs' way of telling the Russians, hey, you need to cool it. Because, you know, after this situation with this nuclear... Uh, installation happened what what did the russians say well hands off they should be left alone they have incredible capacities for retaliation maybe 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 that's what it took for the russians to figure that out and you have to wonder with joe biden shooting down ufos all over all over the northern united states and canada when are we going to get a warning call like that it goes on it says all of this is alarming enough but it also flies in the face of claims the US has made about UFOs since the late 1960s. Since 1969, the position of, all, of our military has been that UFOs pose no threat to national security and are not worthy of further study. This dismissive attitude is directly at odds with what was revealed in the documents, reports, and internal memos, Knapp wrote. I think Knapp's missing something here, and I don't know if it's intentional or if it's just because he's not paying attention. But remember what they said had 45 uh, combat interactions with these things where the the Soviet uh, fighter pilots went up and engaged these UFOs two of them ended up in uh, resulted in dead pilots and a third one in a pilot who survived a crash and it seems to me like the real problem here if we just take this article face value is not so much about these things being a danger to us it's about what happens when you poke the bear you know sometimes when you poke the bear you get bit and as the russians said here hey maybe we shouldn't be poking this bear maybe that's something we could keep in mind ourselves you talk about it. when we have our own government right now talking about uh, launching this ai network of satellites or whatever that could uh, defend us against ufo's in other words you can let ChatGPT gpt decide whether or not that needs to take uh, military action toward a object that could be a billion years ahead of us in technology. Really, doesn't sound like a good idea to me. Goes on, it says, high-ranking military officers considered the UFO mystery to be serious business. The paper trail revealed via FOIA requests, documents how military leaders knew that UFOs were real, not fictitious, that they were metallic craft capable of incredible maneuvers far beyond any known technology on Earth, and that there were a disturbing number of incidents wherein UFOs seemed to demonstrate an intense interest in our military assets, in particular nuclear weapons. If this is not a matter of national security, what is? That's according to Knapp. Now, Another point missed. It says here that they were metallic craft. We don't know that. Some of them could be. I mean, are are they traveling here from some other uh, galaxy far, far away in a metal craft, maybe? Or is this metal something that just happens to express itself as these things enter our dimension? I I think these things are far beyond uh, the the metal craft definition. Way too much... uh, shift shifting going on. Way too many overlaps with things like Bigfoot and ghosts and all this other paranormal stuff. I don't think that we can just define these things as some sort of um, space-age tin can. They're way more complicated than that. It goes on, it says, and Knapp isn't alone in sharing these concerns. Also testifying at Congress was investigative journalist Jeremy Corbell, who said UFOs are a major concern and may have us outgunned. Okay, of course Jeremy Corbell is kind of—I guess—he's kind of become uh, George Knapp's sidekick. They got the podcast together, uh, which is interesting. They do some interesting work. They've also done some work that's turned out to be, I think, less than interesting. Uh, the flares over the—the uh, the, uh, was a Marine base there in Southern California. There's been some stuff, some questions, and—and and then also just. I don't know, this bit of, of uh, agitation and controversy that they kind of bring to the whole UFO discussion. But I, I, that said, uh, George Knapp has a lifetime of investigative work. A lifetime. So uh, you have to respect that, even if there's been some mistakes along the way. Jeremy Corbell's done some good work. Uh, some of the stuff's been a little goofy. I just loved his uh, uh, implant documentary, Patient 17 i just thought that was spellbinding and the narrator on it was a little over the top but uh, you know that's where he finds this guy who's uh, had an alien implant and the guy apparently has strong uh, religious beliefs and really does not want to come to terms with the fact that he may have been abducted by aliens and so that kind of subplot goes along with it and that was the, the late uh, what norman uh lear i think was a surgeon that did that operation really cool guy he's dead now he was. He's, late 70s, early 80s in. So Corbell's done some good work. He's also done some stuff that's been a little bit over the top. But I suppose in this sort of thing, you're going to have to have these celebrity journalists out there because uh, an average uh, experiencer or maybe an average bureaucrat that has access to this information are much less likely to talk to an average citizen or a small podcast host or somebody who's not really well-known, but if they see a George Knapp or Jeremy Corbell, they can recognize that name, there's name recognition, and there's a brand there, and so the guy's like, yeah, well, there's, uh, automatically, there's a certain implied level of trust, I think, so I don't know, you're gonna have to have these people around, I suppose, no matter what, and it does look like they brought this story of this uh, UFO situation that took over a, a, a nuclear missile site in Ukraine, to the forefront something most of us would never be able to get our hands on this information that goes on it says the UAP have proven that they can operate with impunity within our airspace this is occurring almost every day often within our restricted airspace Corbell wrote in his testimony also obtained by Fox News um, and, and most alarmingly UAP UAP are witnessed, documented, and often captured on cooperative multi-platform defense sensors and targeting systems while displaying the capability to outpace, outmaneuver, and outperform our most advanced military weaponry or any other known technology. And then Corbel goes on to say, and most alarmingly, UAP are witnessed, documented, and often captured on cooperative multi-platform defense sensors and targeting systems while displaying the capability to outpace, outmaneuver, and outperform our most advanced military weaponry or any other known technologically advanced terrestrial nations military inventory and private industry holdings. Well that's kind of about a seventeen dollar paragraph there. What he's trying to say is these these UFOs, okay, UFOs, have been witnessed on these in these training exercises and they've been they've been recorded the images have been recorded by satellites, by telescopes on the ground, on the ships by eyewitnesses on the ground and by eyewitnesses in the airplane. And we got them on radar. So we've just recorded these things seven ways to Sunday. And what we, and what we know is, is that we don't have anything that can, that can take them on one-on-one. They're way too far ahead of us. So it's kind of hitting the alarm button a little bit there. Well, if these things are as technologically advanced as we know they are, we know they're not the Chinese or the Russians, especially when especially when we know that they're shutting down the Russians' nuclear, nuclear uh, missiles. So it might be a good idea not to fire on these things. Secondly, uh, we keep being told that they are invading our airspace. Our airspace. Well, you know, there's a problem with this uh, take on the situation. What if they were here before us? Maybe they think that we are invading their airspace. Has that crossed the mind of these geniuses? And if that's the case, if we're a scuba diver in a big ocean, maybe we should recognize that there are things like sharks in that ocean and creatures that we don't even know about. And maybe we should, as the Navy says, run silent, run deep. I don't know, keep to ourselves, be quiet, not be shooting at things that haven't shot at us. Might be a start goes on, it says, fighting for UFO transparency from the government. The issue of UFOs and UAPs has captivated public attention for decades. However, for years, the U.S. government has kept silent on the issue. The reason for this is to believed to be that UFOs are security concerns rather than scientific issues, which means they need to be kept classified. Well, Or it could be that it represents a mountain of technological advance that they want to keep to themselves and that they just don't want you to have it. However, circumstances have changed in recent years with the Congress holding multiple hearings on the subject and NASA even launching official investigative task force into UAPs. While this in part may have been motivated by reports of Chinese spy balloons, the issue soon ballooned from a geopolitical security issue to reports of other far stranger unidentified flying objects. Well, yeah, they tried to create a limited hangout with this NASA thing. But the fact is people are starting to pay attention a little bit. And maybe the government's losing control of their limited hangout. As as it says on Back in July, former Navy pilot Ryan Graves was joined by retired U.S. Navy Commander David Fravor and former Air Force Intelligence Officer David Grush, who all testified regarding the government's knowledge of the mysterious flying objects. The technology that we faced was far superior to anything that we had, Fravor said in alleged sighting he made in 2004. Grush added that non-human pilots had been recovered by the U.S. government throughout their UFO search, though he said he did not have a first-hand account of any non-human or alien sightings and that his claims are based on extensive interviews with high-level intelligence officials. Now, this article goes on. and says another prominent researcher, Stanford University professor Dr. Gary Nolan, despite not being an astrophysicist, it says, Dolan has been very active in the study of UFOs and UAPs. After his 2012 analysis of what was believed to be an alien corpse found in Chile, this later progressed to research to UAPs and how they impacted the brains of those who observed them. Of course, that was the little uh, skeletal remains of a, of a, I don't know, an unborn child or a little child from mm-hmm. Uh, hundreds of years ago it turns out that it was an alien it says his work has seen him collaborate with government task forces the cia and the published peer-reviewed articles about ufos at the recent salt eye connections conference in new york nolan revealed that he thinks advanced and intelligence alien life has 100 not only already visited earth and are still here and have been for a long time this concern is now being repeated by U.S. lawmakers, many of whom are calling for data about UFOs to be shared with the public. We can't trust a government that does not trust its people. Representative Tim Burchett—I've been told I've been pronouncing that wrong—said it at, said at a recent congressional hearing, with both Democrats and Republicans calling for UFO records to be released. Corbell also urged for greater transparency and called for accountability for those who have kept this information hidden up until now. Uh, you're not gonna get accountability. The very best you're gonna get is some sort of truth commission like they had in South Africa, maybe. This decision may have been initially righteous, but has built and become an unregulated bureaucratic machine lacking a moral and ethical compass, he wrote. The reasons for secrets in the past are now antiquated and presumptuous. They contradict the fundamental tenets of a free and open society. Well, the reasons for secrecy, Jeremy, are the same today as they were when they started 70 years ago. And that is to control the knowledge, okay? To control the knowledge, because knowledge is power. And now that we've moved uh, so much further ahead technologically in our society, it's even more important to keep this stuff secret, because the technological advance that you're going to gain from any of this stuff is even more important. Well, I thought it was a decent article overall that kind of waved away from the main headline here. And what I think is the most important thing is that you had this situation in what is now the Ukraine where uh, UFOs actually came down, at least according to George Knapp, and took control of a nuclear base. Now, Knapp seems to kind of miss a point that this happened after there were 45 different um basically um, dogfights, air conflicts, uh, interactions between these uh, Russian or Soviet uh, fighter uh, jets and these UFOs resulting in the deaths of two pilots and the crash of a third one. I think it just goes to show that whatever these things are, they're still outside the realm of our understanding. We can only get a basic grasp of them. Given that, The last thing in the world that we want to do is is to be, I think, attacking these things, provoking these things. Once you poke the bear, you don't know what these things are going to do. And this has been shown over time and time again, as we've had not only in the United States, but now it it comes to light in the Soviet Union. We've had these nuclear uh, intercontinental ballistic missile sites shut down. Until next time, this is UFO Warning over and out.